Welcome to Success with Style, everyone. I am Rob Giardinelli coming to you today from the Neiman Marcus store in Austin, Texas. Hi, everyone. It's Lance Avery Morgan, and we are so privileged and delighted to have Brittany Allen, star designer of the of this week's debut of Project Runway, which I think it's its 97th season. Yeah, but you've probably. been a part of the refresh, and, and yeah, you've been a I part mean, of guys, its success. You guys are making me feel. I just need to like bring you around everywhere we, to make we me feel super special right now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, hey, can you Well, the pocket size version is a podcast, actually. That's so true. that's how that oh, is. You can play this anytime well, you need I'm here to then. I'm super up. glad. Absolutely. Well, you know what's so fun is that I kn- I've known so many great designers in my life, and you're one of them. And I know it, it just it doesn't just happen, right? There's there's so much work that goes into it. Can you tell us a little bit about sort of your trajectory and your creative process and how all of this came about? Um, well, I can go back to the start, and it's actually yeah. a kind of an unconventional story. Okay. Here are so many... Um, you know, designers talk about, you know, I came out of the womb sketching and I started sewing when I was a kid and my grandmother taught me how to sew. And that was not the case in any way whatsoever for me. I, um, was pre-nursing at the university of Arkansas. Uh, and it's designers are healers. (laughs) So that's a good background. Uh, it's just comical to think about how I would have been a nurse. Um, but I failed anatomy. Um, and I think my counselor just brought me in and was like, you obviously cannot be a nurse if you can't get the anatomy part yeah. of nursing. They so, prefer you to know yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's actually kind of crucial. Yeah. They're funny that out. way. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> On that operating table, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to assist with um, the, the human body is kind of, it's crucial to know. But she was like, maybe we should take another route uh, career-wise. Let's think about what you like. And oh. so I actually just went back to Undecided. And I was like, well, I really love fashion um, and I want to learn how to sew. So let me just take some sewing classes. And before you, before I knew it, I had a degree in apparel studies. (laughs) So you'd always been a stylish person. Yeah. I always loved fashion. Um, It's always kind of big, a big part of my life. And I've always kind of like put really unconventional things together in high school. Like I was kind of always the girl that would wear like a really risky outfit yeah, and then people were that like, girl what are you, in the hallways, what are you wearing what is that yeah. um <laughs> so I knew it's it's always been an interest but you know whenever you're a kid and you're growing up you're thinking I've got to do something in my life that makes a lot of money right, <laughs> uh, so right. I can have like a nice quality of life and so I wanted to be a nurse and ethicist and I heard that they made pretty good money and mm-hmm. took the anatomy class. I was like, oh, yeah, turns out this is not <laughs> what I want to do at all. I hate it. Um, so, yeah, I'm much more of a creative person, it turns out. So, well, I have to ask this question. We always ask this of, of our guests. And uh, given the dichotomy of where you started, where you thought you would start and where you end up, this is will be a really interesting answer. And that is, what is the first dollar you ever earned? Oh, first dollar. Hmm. I think it came up for Venmo, so I don't have like that one dollar, you know, in the picture frame right. in my studio. <laughs> um, no, I I think I did a custom garment for this lady. I was back in Arkansas, and um, I was doing cowboy boots for a company. Okay. Um, and I was there for three years, but there was this woman that was introduced to me by a friend, and she was like, "I need this." like gala dress and I'm like oh okay well this is not really something yeah. I ever did custom garments I was just thinking about collections and it actually paid really well okay <laughs> so I have done cu- custom garments ever since I mean okay. it's been seven years I think so let's go back a little bit further say you were a teenager and you were earning part-time money oh, what would yeah. that have been what would that um, first dollar have been I got my very first job 
working retail at this place called Mason's okay. um, in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Okay, okay. Um, Fancy department store? Yeah, like kind of. I mean, yeah. it was like, it was more, it's much more like modern take on the department store because they have a bunch of brands mm-hmm. and it's it's very young because it isn't in a college town. Yeah. Um, but there's a girl that I knew, her name is Kathy Campbell, and I'll always remember that for the rest of my life. But I walked in and she was like, I love your outfit, you're hired. Like hired wow, me on the spot. Cool. She that's never even great. like looked back. And then we became like really good friends. And I was one of her like top salespeople. Um, so yeah, she took a risk on me and it's hilarious because she's like, oh yeah, I credit myself to giving you the very first job you ever had in fashion. <laughs> <Isn't that laughs> because, yeah, and it was, Aww. I mean, retail's hard, but I yeah, loved it. it. Yeah. Well, you learn, it. you learn the shifting tastes of customers yeah. and consumers and how to adapt and how to kind of put things together, I would imagine, mm-hmm. right? You have to be like on point with the customer service. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I've known you because you've, you've been a designer for quite a while and you've shown with the fashion weeks here in Texas. Uh, we have our mutual friend, Matt Swinney, who's probably yes. listening to this. Hey, Matt. <laughs> hey. Uh, and so you were part of the Bernina mm-hmm. contest one year that I judged. Was that last year? I think? Last year. Yeah. And, I, and I remember seeing this absolutely flawlessly stunning, colorful gown that you did with the butterflies. Yes. The green gown yes. with the butterflies are free, which is what I'm calling that. I don't know if you... <laughs> like you, a 3D... Like a 3D thing. Yeah, yeah. they look like they're It was amazing. And so I thought, okay, this young lady has such a great future. And Thanks. it just really typified who you are because you're all about color. Yeah. It's color, vibrant, prints, right? Yeah. Yeah. What and, about color speaks to you? I just feel like it has such a tie with emotion, um, which is okay. a lot of the inspiration for all of my collections. Um, whether I look at like, I could go outside and look at a tree branch or I could go outside and look at the architecture of a building. I could be inspired by anything, uh-huh. but no matter what, everything that I'm going through at the current time, I always draw that emotion into the collection and I kind of like use my fashion design as an outlet for whatever I'm going through yep. currently in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always through color. Like I just, yeah. I feel like color always strikes an emotion in me and that's yep. a very strong response. And it's a part of, it's a way that I can be a part of the collection because I think it's so interesting as a consumer seeing something that you've designed and even like handcrafted and constructed yeah. right. um, on a person just like walking down the street. It's like, it's so emotional. Like yeah, you, as a designer, you almost want to break down and cry. Right, right. So, I mean, I think that it, the color mm-hmm. aspect of it is what speaks to me the most. And so I've just, color is so powerful. Mm-hmm. It can really like make or break a garment. Right. Totally. Can that, make or break an emotion. Yeah. And that ele- it. it's an element of surprise. And it's the element of like, you know, having a garment walk down the runway and it's in the perfect color. Everybody just hearing like, <gasps> you know, like that right, gasp right. is just like, oh, it's so powerful. It's yeah. amazing. Well, everyone gasped when they saw that emerald green dress. Yes. I'll never forget it. I had this I'll one guy, there's this video. I, I have it saved on my phone. There's this one guy on the front row of Fashion Week that year and he's standing me. up. It wasn't me. No, <laughs> okay, you're on the other side, okay, but you're on the, you're, in the, you're in the rest of the pictures. <laughs> but oh. he is standing up like clapping and it's not just like a regular clap. Like he is like throwing his elbows back back like clapping really big wow. i've never been able to fi- figure out who this guy is but i like want to put out something on instagram and be like whoever you are you're yeah. my biggest so it wasn't ever. dad <laughs> dad was not cheering no. you on that night okay just checking because that would be a dad it thing was a to random do. it was a random guy wow how cool yeah and I it's just that. like it, i don't know it's just the color you know what's really fun about you is that and like i've mentioned before with knowing so many designers not all of them are as vibrant and vivacious as you are 
Was that part in, in addition to your robust talent, was that part of the trajectory to landing Project Runway is that you're good TV, you're fun, <laughs> you're cool. I, I have a lot of color and personality you have too. A very colorful, uh, <laughs> Figuratively, I project yeah. bright colors. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I just know that the person that I am, I'm very unapologetic about who I am. Yeah. Um, what you see is exactly what you get. Yeah. I think pretending to be someone is absolutely the most exhausting thing. Right. So this is just, I'm just vibrant and very just colorful Brittany. as a person. This, yeah. Yeah, just Brittany. Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great though. Yeah. Well, so tell us, so now that we're talking about the, the series and stuff, tell us about what it was like when you first learn, when you get that call, you get that, you know, you get that notification that you've landed on this new season. What is that feeling <laughs> like for um, you? It was almost like a pass out moment. Um, just because I've watched the I've watched this um, you know show for so long. Yeah. Like Project Runway was just a big right. part of my life. Right. Um, I actually don't even think I started epi- or season one. I think it, I started season four oh. with Christian Siri. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, well, that's when I started And then to too. come full circle. Yeah. And then he is the mentor of season eighteen of Project Runway. And then you know I get news that. I've been chosen to be on this amazing competition, you know, TV show. It's like, wow. Like it's a real wow. Wow. moment Because you come like you literally come full circle. Like you've watched this guy on TV for for so long. long He's been a part of your life. And then he's going to be mentoring you to hopefully, you know, win the grand prize. So it's like, it takes a while to like register. Yeah. Yeah. So you pack your scissors (laughs) and you you go to Gotham city, (laughs) right? I hope they sit you by bus to make it even <laughs> yeah. more impactful right? instead it's of a just plane. Like a long reflection, yeah, a long like road trip. <laughs> yeah, it's just with see, you sharpening of your me, scissors, like rubbing my chin, <laughs> you know, in the distance. Uh, very dramatic. Very dramatic. So you get there, and what is that like meeting your fellow designers? Because I've always wondered what that's like. You know, when the camera shuts off, does everyone get along? You know, what did you genuinely like a lot of your colleagues? Tell us about that experience. I, I mean. I can just say that literally I was amongst 15 of the most talented designers that I've ever seen. Wow. And you go into these like opportunities thinking, you know, I've always like, I I think I know that I'm really good. I mean, I think I know that I have the skill set. I have a lot of education back behind me, but you know, you, you go into these situations and you think, what have I done? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> right. like the self doubt just kind of sits right. in. You're like, I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know what their background looks like. And then, you know, day one in the workroom, you see them just like crafting and you're getting along. Right. It's like, wow, these are just like incredible designers. Wow. They're so freaking talented. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I, I have like 15 new best friends. Oh, how wonderful. And yeah. I'm sure you will stay that way <laughs> yes. for a long time. Well, I mean, we had this amazing experience yeah. and this opportunity to really showcase our talents. So it's something we have mutually together, yeah. um, which I think is super special. Right. So yeah, it's, and we'll always be known as season 18 Project yeah. right. Runway. So Rob and I were recently on an episode of the Real Housewives of Dallas. I love. Okay. We were at a <laughs> wedding of our dear friend, Leanne Locke, and we got married on love. it. And so we were surrounded by five cameras at all times. That's not the point of this question. It is, what is it like to be surrounded all the time by these cameras <laughs> watching you, watching you do your thing? Is it is it distracting or does it fuel you? Or what is your thought on that? I think you go in thinking like, I don't know what this is going to be like because I'm not sitting in my studio with like a bunch of cameras yeah. around me. Um, yeah. But, you know, when you, you've watched the show for so long and this is something that you've wanted 
so badly for forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just go in not even thinking about it. I mean, you're really just focused on the end game. I came here to win. I came here to compete and really show the world my talent. That's what I want to do. Right. Really show what I'm about. And it's just, it's a blur. Like, you know, it's, yeah. Because it's long days, right? I mean, you're in short nights. When you're so focused on making beautiful clothing and really showcasing your designs. Right. Nothing else matters. Wow. How great. Yeah. Very much <laughs> Isn't so. that exciting? So I want to, you know, a, a little bit more on the path of how you got to Project Runway. It's very interesting that, you know, you came from Ar- to Texas from Arkansas. Why, why Texas and why Texas style as to why you relocated your brand here? Well, I'm a Southern girl. Mm-hmm. Always will be a Southern girl. Mm-hmm. I actually tried Southern the whole, Comfort. Yes. Yes, honey. Ma'am. Yes, honey. Like, we need to pour some. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, fashion Week is tonight, so we might. Yeah, we might. Some, yeah, we'll have to pop a cord before then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've always been a Southern girl, um, like Southern Belle. I've actually tried the New York thing. I mm-hmm. interned for Betsy Johnson, went mm-hmm. up there okay. for a little bit. And even me, like, I feel like I met no stranger. I was the person yeah. that was talking to everybody in the office building right. at 8 a.m. being yeah. like, oh, hi, how are you? I hope you have a good day. And they're like, why is this blonde uh-huh. girl this talking to me? Yeah. Out of the she needs yeah. to be With her sedated and caffeinated yeah. uh-huh. and put in a corner. Um, but that's so, how you get along, though. Yeah, I mean, right? and I, I make friends so easy. And it was yeah. so crazy to go to New York when I was interning for her and be, like, feel so lonely. Like, yeah. I just I don't it wasn't the same mentality like life was Mm -hmm. not the same so I tried the New York thing I didn't love it came back to Arkansas actually I went to Georgia then to Arkansas and then my husband got an amazing opportunity uh, with State Farm and he was able to relocate Um, and we chose Austin because it was like south but it was very like laid back super hipster lots of opportunity design art yeah Yeah. exactly and they're like so supportive of local artists it was an amazing like outlet and community to be to be a part of. Yeah. And I'm like, let's just go. And actually, I moved here sight unseen. Lots of people. Lots do of people. It. Do. I had never been here before. My husband's like, you're gonna love it. I had heard so many amazing things. I'm like, let's just let's go. Let's just Pack up it. our stuff. Which is so fascinating to me. I'm a sixth generation Texan. So before really? Texas was statehood, my my family landed here, right? So I'm always so amazed that people just do this. Pack it up. Pack it up. Yeah. It's incredible. I yeah. mean, I commend you because that to me is a pioneer spirit right there. Right. Going somewhere side unseen. Yeah. And taking that risk. And Texans embrace that. And I'm up from Texas and I I came here for a job interview, so I came sight partially seen, but not really seen. <laughs> so, but there's just a welcoming spirit that yes, they just welcome a new energy and people just kind of coming in and bringing their own point of view. And it's I love really the heartbeat incredible. of New York. I don't want anybody oh, to think that. Oh, I, I do love, too. I love it. It's almost like an adrenal- adrenaline rush yes. that I oh, cannot get enough of. Absolutely. But there's just something about the South that's just like yeah. so comforting. That's just like, I can sit back and breathe yeah. and just well, be There's a lot of entrepreneurial largesse as well certainly in Texas yeah. with people want to help you do better right. and succeed because they'll succeed too yeah. by helping. Well, so I mean, I the outreach really since I've been here is yeah. just like, now was your family stylish mom, grandmother from an inspiration standpoint originally? Um, you know, so I obviously, so I was born in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. I was raised in Arkansas. I've lived in Georgia, relocated to Texas. You're like, in it's the South. this big yeah. South, just like <laughs> mess with my family. Um, South by South mess. That's it's uh, Southwest, right? Oh, right? There you go. Hashtag oh, that. I don't, hashtag I'm totally that. trademark oh God, that one. Yeah. <laughs> T-shirts. What's up? <laughs> um, no, I just think, yeah. I mean, like 
the Southern strong women has mm-hmm. always been mm-hmm. a big inspiration with me. Okay. I mean, it might sound cliche, but it's, you know, my brand is about empowering women and mm-hmm. it's Absolutely. just using it's not my cliche quote. at all. Well, and so many, I feel like so many designers are using that as their platform, but it was kind of like my original standpoint. So mm-hmm. it's not going anywhere. And right. I really don't care if every single person does it. It's, it's, I feel like I'm very passionate about yep. it. So those, I mean, obviously those women mm-hmm. are coming into yeah. play, like my mom and my aunt and my grandmother okay. and, what have you, but, um, you know, I just find, I find inspiration for my collections a little bit of everywhere. And I, I feel like I'm kind of the center of that inspiration, right. um, whether it be, you know, my emotions or what I'm going through, or maybe just like an actual experience that yeah. I had, something right. that I had to overcome. But I think just being a part of my collections every season is really important. Speaking of inspiration. So it's, I would think that it's a little bit different when you're seeking inspiration like say you go to an art gallery, a museum, a, a walk in the forest, that's different than being handed an inspiration each week with Project <laughs> Runway. Can you tell us about that sort of creativity on demand and how you approach that from a design standpoint? Um, well, you know, yeah, of course. So like going out and finding inspiration is super easy. My last collection, the one that you talked about, uh-huh. the emerald green yeah. dress, um, that inspiration came from Lyndon B. Johnson's wife, oh, Lady, yeah, Bird. Lady Bird. Of we course. did an homage right. to her in the magazine, a fashion homage. She yeah. had great and then style. taking it and spinning it because she knows she loved she like butterflies, botan- botanicals. Mm-hmm. So that was like my main inspiration. But taking that in an Austin pop art way great. and finding a lot of inspiration in people like Ashley Longshore and Andy Warhol. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that was you could probably see you're it now that language. you're like, yeah, Absolutely. this is color, color, color. Yeah. Um, but I feel like just as long as you're true to yourself, like I knew that I was going into this competition day one, I was gonna get handed mm-hmm. a challenge for that right. very first you know when all of us all 16 of us are being there presented this first challenge right mm-hmm. um that it was maybe something in my wheelhouse may not be something in my wheelhouse um but i've just got to like really hone into what i'm good at yeah and then what i love and see how i can apply it you know yeah did you find that you centered your perspective on the design task at hand and to really laser focus or did you just kind of branch out and just think, all right, where is this going to take me? Um, right, where is this design challenge going to take me? Well, I mean, I've always been that designer where I, I really love exploration. Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm not afraid, you know, in my studio every day to just like throw some fabric up on the mannequin mm-hmm. and just kind of drape it and mm-hmm. see what, you know, the fabric does. I and like the, the fabric, fabric to speak to, to me. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, so I knew going into the competition, I would just be open-minded because I would really, I really wanted to not only showcase my designs, right. but also really like have a deep reflection moment and right. really kind of explore, use that platform mm-hmm. to explore who I am as a designer and really showcase my versatility right Right. not that i just can't just do one thing sure color print but maybe solids or you know whatever came my way i was just prepared to just really stay true to my process awesome one question i've always wanted to ask a project runway designer and i've talked to several and i can't believe i've never (laughs) asked this is how do you prepare for the one and two day I've got to design this dress from concept to finish. Like, do you do dry runs at home before you come? Like, how do you, how do you mentally prepare for that? Um, I don't think you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm sure you guys can relate. Anything that's mm-hmm. an adrenaline rush is uh-huh. going to 
right. cause you to do things that you never thought that you could do. Right. Um, Sometimes that involves murder. <laughs> <laughs> with others, not us, not designers, and Running not us. Scissors, like us and Brody Crowd. Things fabric happen. Shears. Brady, things happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that should be our movie, Running with Fabric Shears. There you go. I um, no, I, I mean, I think if you, if Project Runway is something that you've always wanted to do or that you've you know, commit to doing going into a competition, you're pretty, you're pretty set in your skills. Like you already know that you're prepared. Right. Um, you, if, as long as you go in knowing that you can sew anything, you've just got to be really good at time management skills Yeah. <laughs> right. and have those. Um, a lot of designers are, and a lot of them are not. Yeah. How would you rate yourself with that? I mean, my record time for pants is three hours. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So and, and that was, that was, that was like pockets. a year ago. Yeah. With and pockets. belt loops. Mm-hmm. Not belt loops. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That would have been three hours and 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just add a couple of minutes. Gotcha. Yeah. I actually like wow. a couple of years ago, I timed myself and I was like, I want to see how fast I can sew a pair of pants. And wow. it was, yeah. That's I mean, amazing. granted it was like kind of already patterned out, yeah. but I mean, okay. just mega like surging and sewing action. Wow. Cause um, pants they really say quick. are the mo- one of the most difficult pieces, I, right? Well, I love pants. I okay. love doing like a nice pair of like tailored pants. There's nothing yeah. like it. Absolutely nothing like right. it. So I think... That was one of the skills like a, a year ago, a couple years ago. I was like, I really want to make sure that I get like right. amazing pants down yeah. because those sell like hotcakes. They sell like hotcakes and they're judged harshly by the designers, <laughs> by the designers yeah. on the show, right? Yeah. I mean, if a pant is not well done, it's the first thing that shows. Right. I mean, like. a nice fitting pant is just mm-hmm. yeah. very, I mean, everybody wants a Well, on that same pant. note, the trend toward high-waisted pants is prevalent now not always complimentary on everyone. How do you deal with trends versus what you want to do? How do you incorporate that? How does it's, that work? I mean, that's work? the million dollar question. That's yeah. always so I got tough. a million million dollar question. Yeah, so right. Just I'm sure. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's really hard. Like that's kind of the whole thing with designers. Like we go back and forth, just trying to make sure that it's current, mm-hmm. but not only mm-hmm. that, make sure it's your design aesthetic and then right. make sure that the client's happy. Yeah. It's this like triangle of just That's like tough. misery, yeah. um, trying to give an equal amount to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so just me, I, I'm just really, I'm knowledgeable about trends. I just make sure that I'm constantly like up to date with those. So right. it's, it's kind of like a subconscious thing whenever right. I'm mm-hmm. designing for clients, yeah. but I think fit, is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if the client's happy, this is something that I've stood by for many years. If the client is happy and you had to kind of, you know, sacrifice a little bit of your design aesthetic, I'm okay with it. Right. I've always said like, if somebody is like glowing whenever right. they're wearing the garment that I made for mm-hmm. them and it's exactly what they wanted, right. you can't, there's, that is completely unparalleled to anything. Right. So I think, you know, doing fittings and making sure that they feel good and they, they look good or they feel like they look good yeah. as long as their right. self-esteem and confidence is like beaming from them. Right. Then I'm on board. Well, that, that actually really seems really cohesive with trends. Like, you know, you have to adapt to a certain degree. You can still have your voice in there. It may not be all your voice, but do you find when you do that, you learn more about yourself as a designer when a client kind of pushes you maybe in a direction that you wouldn't have gone originally? Yeah. I mean, it's a tug. It's like a little, yeah. it's like a tug of war yeah. because you're like, no, I literally have gone to school <laughs> for this for nine years. Right. Um, and you really, you know, best. Right. I feel like I'm, I'm, you know best. I'm knowledgeable you know, right, about right. the balance of garments and silhouette, color, prints. Yeah. Um, I'm always, I'm an, and I'm even one to like, kind of like 
you know, lean off the ledge a little bit with a, right. a really bold print and color, right. um, which is really risky. But yeah, it's just like this tug of war because it's like, well, no, I want this. And I'm like, I have to figure out how to tell them that won't look good on you yes, or it right. will, I, I, I may know another route or another silhouette that would look even better yes. than what you wanted. Mm-hmm. So I think it just really depends on the client yeah. um, and how set in their ways they are. But also, you know, if they trust you as a designer and if you, if you give good feedback and good recommendations on right. something that would look amazing, I mean, the client should trust the designer because we, right. we are it's a collaboration. And we've been doing this for right? a long time. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a lot of clothing. Totally. Um, so I just think it's, yeah, I mean, it's a constant struggle. Yeah. Wow. So speaking of design, who is a designer that's a favorite from your past that you wish was still around or would be reinvigorated with his or her aesthetic? Mm, oh, my gosh. Hmm. I don't quite feel like I'm like anybody else design. Well, you're not. We can tell you that. <laughs> Everyone listening, Brittany is one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Betsy Johnson is still alive. She, she is. is alive. And she's yeah. in Malibu, retired, good for her, living her best life. But I do wish that she like was more relevant like yeah. she was 10, 15 right. years ago. Right. Um, because I felt like she was the designer that kind of had the same standpoint as I did. I feel like and this is no offense to any designer out there, mm-hmm, of course. anybody that has a company. I feel like fashion is so boring sometimes. I mean, certainly well, actually, these it days. Can be last like few years, kind of I'm modest just like and snooze best. Yeah. I know. And I mean, if you want to like design with neutrals and just like solid colors, go for it. But I feel like we we kind of lost a lot of the fun in fashion mm-hmm. and we've forgotten that it is a way of self-expression. Yes. Um, but also like excitement too. It shouldn't be something that you settle for. It should be an outlet where you can really like make a statement and yeah. like, you know, scream like, Hey, I'm here <laughs> with right. clothing. Right. So I think, um, I'm trying to bring the excitement back into fashion. And I think that you can also do that and look powerful and professional as right. well. Absolutely. Um, and be fun and girly, but also, you know, very influential. And I feel like Betsy Johnson did that. Um, mm-hmm. It was a little bit younger mm-hmm. for my taste, yeah. you know, with the tool and right. the prom dresses, yeah. but she had that mindset where right. she wasn't afraid she of anything. She was ageless herself, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, she yeah. just would walk in. It I just imagine her walking into like a fabric store and just like right. grabbing and just right. like making something out of like the most unconventional things sure. there. Unconventional materials. Right. <laughs> Which was one of your <laughs> Which challenges. Which I think Betsy Johnson would have <laughs> right. aced for she sure. Totally would have. Yeah. Here are eight, eight miles of, you know, electrical cord. <laughs> Yeah. Make this work. She's like, oh, right. piece of cake. Oh, right. Here we go. Exactly. Um, and How she would have had her smile on her face the entire time. So I think like the fashion in, or I think the fun in fashion sometimes yeah. is lacking. And she did that. And, you know, yes, I worked alongside her in my internship, but mm-hmm. I would have, you know, coffee with her tomorrow. Maybe yeah. a cocktail. I don't know. Great. We'll see. What, it depends on what meet, time it would be. See her in Malibu. <laughs> yeah. Right. Meet me in Malibu, right? Yeah. Meet me in Malibu, yeah. <laughs> well, you've referenced her and Dolly Parton yes. as being inspirations. Is <clears throat> uh, if Anna Wintour had kind of <laughs> tutored that I think if I talk through this, this is going to make a lot of sense. Okay, people okay. are like, why yeah. have you picked these Tell two people? Tell us about All that. All right. So I've talked a little bit about Betsy Johnson. You know, she's a lot of pink, a lot of like feminine, mm-hmm. you know, fabrics. Yep. Um, but she's still a powerful woman. Like she did not let anybody tell her what to do. She did what she wanted to do. That's my mindset as a designer and kind of my aesthetic yet Dolly Parton comes in because you know, it's the glam, it's the old 
southern, mm-hmm. you know, like the southern roots there are right. really unparalleled to anybody yeah, in like right. country music. So I think, you know, and but she's not afraid to really like make a statement with uh-huh. anything anything that she wears and she's very confident. So those two coming in as like kind of my approach to fashion design right. uh-huh. combined if they had a baby, yes. right? That would be me. Okay, that gotcha. would be me. Got but it. then that baby would have to be raised by Anna Wintour because I feel like my design aesthetic <laughs> is a little bit older than Betsy Johnson's. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. And um you know, she can still be powerful and like sophisticated. Totally. So she right. can wear this pencil skirt that's in this like crazy neon pink mm-hmm. that's got these beautiful glam buttons on it, but she could wear that to work. Yeah. So I think that those two meeting in a sophisticated way mm-hmm. is where I stand in right. fashion. I love that. If that makes sense. That's yeah. a great pedigree to have. I'm just like, and there's, there's my like uh, analogy <laughs> so you can get a visual of who I am. And people are always like, what? Well, what did Dolly Parton say? She says it, it it's costs a lot of money to look this trashy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. Which I'm I like, love, I'm right? like, I'm a, I'm classy and tacky at the same time okay. if that makes sense okay so you're clacky well and i would say clacky <laughs> hashtag that too clack. right yep. well see that's an interesting term because like for me the term with dolly parton is transcendent like she's just one of those few people in culture that is kind Look of her above now. It she all. has an, a netflix show yeah she has her own station on satellite radio she has her new book that's out she's been on the talk show circuit perfect talk about amazing you know just uh She's an inspiration. Ongoing. Everyone yeah. loves Ongoing her. inspiration. Hustling. Truly. Hustling. She True knows hustler. how to sell. Absolutely. Well, yeah. and we are almost out of time. No, we've got 18 no. more questions to ask. He's got those million dollar questions. Oh my God, it's true. Sure well, and I want to look forward to people who are listening who may want to audition for Project Runway in the future. What is a piece, what is the one piece of advice you would give to them? Um, you know, I've kind of learned not only just the past couple of years, but these past couple of months is you, you have to like go into this industry with blinders on, mm-hmm. like, you know, think of horse race, think of yep. the horses that have the blinders on because there's going to be so many, so many people in your life to tell you, you are not good enough and that you yep. have no, you don't have what it takes yeah. to, you know, follow out your dream. I mean, I started as a nursing student and then I went on to design right. and then I got accepted into SCAD, which is one of the top three Very prestigious. Yeah, yeah. Prestigious art schools. But I mean, for so many years, people told me like, you'll never make it as a designer. Like your aesthetic is way too weird. It's very too, it's like kind of European, but like, right. yeah. And people will try to bring you down mm. and you cannot listen to it. You have to put the blinders on and you have to go for it. No matter how hard it gets, I cannot tell you how many times within the past couple of years I've gone overdraft on my bank account. Did I have enough money to create the collections? Mm-hmm. Did I mm-hmm. have enough right. money to, you know, invest in the very first fashion X that I did? No. Yeah. But I mean, right. Matt put me on a payment plan yeah. and Great. I drove ride share to pay for the fabrics and I made a collection and it's it beautiful. Yeah. 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 And right. people, I mean, there are people now reaching out being like, Oh yeah, you're on project. I'm like, oh, weren't you the one that was telling <laughs> me like that I would never make it? Like they're dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> And they should be dead to it's you another too. T-shirt. We're getting all kinds of t-shirt. Well, I want to know ideas. one thing before we go. One of my 19 questions that I have left, by the way, <laughs> uh, is what is one skill that you have that most people that you would don't have on your resume that most people would be surprised about? <gasps> A skill mm-hmm. or talent or talent. Yeah. Um, like, can you play the harmonica really well to Dolly Parton songs as an example? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Gosh. Um, let's see a skill. I, I actually played the trumpet in, um, middle school okay. band, Great. but Can I was only, I was like 
and there were 16 boys. Okay. And I was third chair. Yeah. Um, but I That's only played good. for like six months because then we 16. relocated and then I came back and then they were all in marching band and I wasn't up to par. So, um, but I, yeah, I did play the trumpet for okay. a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But People always ask me what my hobbies are yeah. and like what I do in my free time. And right. I'm always like, what is free time? Yeah, I know, right? What is, I can you define fabric, free time? And then I select more <laughs> fabric <laughs> yeah, to yeah, cut, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It is my hobby well, and my career. I think it's very symbolic that you played the trumpet because you trumpet <laughs> your skills so well Thanks. and you display them so well. We're so proud of you. Thanks. We're thrilled that you're here. I'm excited. We're thrilled that you're on on Project One Runway, and we just see big things for you. I'm just well, I'm excited to represent Austin and Texas. I yeah. don't know if I'm am yeah. I a Texan yet? If yeah, I, hell yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Yeehaw. from the second said, you arrived. Yeah. Said, <laughs> the seven, six, said the sixth generation Texan. Exactly. So you're here. You're here to stay. Well, so everyone, the the upcoming season of Project Runway debuts th- Thursday, December fifth, um, and I think that. Everyone should check it out and check out Brittany and check out the other 15 amazing designers. Watch her, watch her soar. Exactly. I cannot <laughs> wait. We're going to be cheering her on. So thank you for being a part thank of this. Thank you so much. Yeah. I Everyone, had so much fun. We're, we're, we're thro- and we'll see you tonight on the runway. Oh, yeah. And you'll have to, we'll, we'll, and you'll we'll have to come back. We'll gap further. Yeah. Yeah. you have to come back again as, as a guest. As a guest, yeah. Well, everyone, I'm Lance Avery Morgan. And I'm Rob Giardinelli signing off from the Neiman Marcus in Austin, Texas on Success with Style, reminding you the great style starts by having a unique point of view. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.